Whether you're a small business or an enterprise power player, if you want to beat your competition, you must create more video ads than ever before. However, the video production process has traditionally been expensive and time-consuming, but QuickFrame by Mountain is here to change that. No matter the size of your business, QuickFrame unlocks access to a global network of creators and production companies eager to deliver a more efficient way for your brand to produce high-quality video content. Visit quickframe.com to learn more. Everyone collects data, but are you collecting the right data for your audience? Does the data you collect help you understand your users, your advertisers, and their KPIs? And is it optimized to ensure it's having an impact? Join Eric Meese, Director of Product, Video Experience, Ad, and Ad Operations at Anime Powerhouse Crunchyroll this week on Good Data Better Marketing to find out the answers to all these questions and more. Eric shares insights from his decade plus of experience specializing in product management and ad operations. That's Good Data, Better Marketing, available now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. On this episode of the AW360 podcast, we welcome Noah Greenberg, CEO of Stacker. Stacker is a mission-driven organization empowering publishers by advancing sustainable models for journalism. Noah and I discuss the genesis of Stacker, as well as how Stacker has built the Modern Day Newswire, a data-driven newsroom that provides feature content to thousands of outlets across the country. I hope you enjoy this episode. Noah Greenberg, welcome to the AW360 podcast. I'm pleased to have you on today. Thanks. It's, it's great to be here. So you're CEO and co-founder of Stacker. Can you tell us what is Stacker and what do you guys do? Definitely. Uh, Stacker is the first ad-supported newswire. So newswire, uh, an industry that has been around for over a century with companies like Associated Press for breaking news, Reuters for financial content. Uh, we, on one hand have built a, our company has built a newswire that focuses on data journalism, uh, features and other forms of service journalism that we provide to thousands of news outlets across the country. Uh, but as opposed to charging for a license to our content, as similar businesses have done historically, we make the content available completely for free to any news outlet across the country and instead fund our newsroom through working with brands to produce and distribute content on their behalf. So we have seen a huge influx and interest uh, from marketing teams in producing and distributing authoritative journalism. We've got a 30 person newsroom really specialized in producing exactly that type of high quality content. And so we work with uh, dozens of brands every month to both act as their newsroom to produce content, but also as their PR and distribution outlet to be able to make sure that that content is being placed on news outlets across the country. Amazing. Well, that brings me to a couple of questions. I guess for starters, is it globally focused, nationally focused, local focused, or you know all of the above or a combination of the above? Nationally focused. So we work with some 900 different news outlets, both local and national, but they are all US-based. 
Interesting. And when it comes to that ad-sponsored content, what does the ad sponsorship look like? What do brands bring to the table and, and how do those ads work into things? Is it kind of a traditional display model or is it you know content or what, what kind of ads are they? Yeah, so that's a great question. I will take a step back and it, it's definitely not display. It is more, it is content marketing, mm-hmm. except as opposed to traditional sponsored content, if you were to go to you know, maybe an online magazine and sponsor a post or go to, you know, T brand studio and sponsor a post where the brand is really kind of promoting, whether it be a product, whether it be their company values, et cetera. Um, that is not what brands are using Stacker and our brand focused product Stacker studio for, uh, we have really taken an angle that brands want to produce journalism in their industry. So if you think about what Zillow has done in real estate, where they've leaned into producing authoritative real estate research reports, as opposed to putting out content marketing about how Zillow is the greatest place to buy a home, we produce similar journalism for brands in their adjacent industry. So whether we're working with a healthcare company to show trends about what's going on in telehealth, uh, using CDC data, whether it be working with other real estate companies to tell housing market stories, uh, it's less sponsored content than working with brands to allow them to fund journalism that our newsroom wants to produce in their industry. Interesting. So do you pitch stories to, or for example, do you pitch stories to these brands or do the brands pitch them to you or a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both. You know, let's say we're working with a company in the personal finance space that, uh, you know, really has a focus on credit, debt, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, our newsroom will brainstorm a bunch of headlines that they're really excited about telling in that adjacent industry and take those to the brand to see what really meshes with, yeah, that's the type of journalism we want to put out there. So maybe one of those ideas is you know, ranking the states by how their student debt has changed over the past few years. We'll take that idea to them. And once we have kind of buy-in on that idea, our newsroom will then actually go produce that story in full. Wow. Well, you know, there's been a lot of sort of controversies, I should say, regarding journalism in recent years. And prior to that, you know, with the advent of the internet, and, you know, I think probably far more so when mobile kind of came into play, you know, on the business side, there's been a lot of traditional journalism avenues sort of struggling. How do you avoid those, both those pitfalls? Uh, Pitfalls in terms of just the relationship between advertisers and, and the newsroom? Yeah. So... We have really taken a stand that when we produce a story that's underwritten by a brand, our newsroom is still retaining full editorial control over that final story. Mm -hmm. So as opposed to where a team of editors is really getting in bed with the brand and saying, how do you want this story told? Uh, What is the final messaging and angle you want? Once we agree on the overarching concept for a story, our newsroom then retains full editorial control to produce the story how we would otherwise. And how old is Stacker? When did, when did you guys get underway? We founded the company in the summer of 2017. So just coming up on, on five years, uh, we completely bootstrapped the organization. So the first few years were definitely 
of a slow, long slog, but the, the past couple of years, we've, we've really grown in an exciting way. And what do you see down the road, you know, I don't know, a year down the road, five years down the road? So I think we're really just starting to tap into two really interesting trends. On one hand, demand from news outlets for third-party content has never been greater. Mm -hmm. We're seeing budgets for things like AP or Reuters shrink. It's no secret that a lot of local news outlets and digital publishers in general are being asked to do a lot more with a lot less. And they're increasingly looking for what third-party content that meets a certain bar of quality, obviously, can I augment my own reporting with? And so there's this huge appetite for more content. At the same time, we're seeing this real influx of marketing dollars towards wanting to fund content. So, you know, there's the adage that, you know, every company is a media company. And I think we're really seeing that brands are increasingly leaning into how can we fund great journalism uh, as a form of long-term customer acquisition. Mm -hmm. And over the next five years, I really see Stacker as a conduit for turning those marketing dollars into quality content that can be made freely available to news outlets as a really valuable service, but also can make sure that we're both elevating the level of quality those dollars are uh, those dollars are you know funding of content, but then also making sure that that content actually gets out there through the infrastructure and distribution we have built out with the news outlets across the country. So. Over the next five years, really leaning into how do we become a larger and larger distribution newswire and a channel for brands to both produce and distribute really great journalism. And when it comes to things like local coverage, you work with some 380 plus metro areas that, that you're working with local news outlets. How does that look just in terms of function? In terms of our ability to produce content at the local level? Yeah. Like, how does it work? So we work with a lot of data to tell stories. Mm -hmm. The majority of our stories take public data sets, whether it be CDC, census, FBI crime reports, you name it. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of working with a lot of that publicly available data is that it's highly structured at the local level. And so if you take a report like the Bureau of Labor's unemployment report that comes out monthly, that data exists at the state level, at the metro level, at the county level. And so we have built a platform to be able to ingest data for a given city and pump out some insights from that data. So let's say that we'd like to tell a story, you know, 50 different stories for 50 different states on how unemployment has changed in that given state over the past month. Uh, we've got a platform that can pump in, you know, X state, the unemployment changed Y percent, which is Z compared to the national average. Here are the industries that gained the most jobs. Here are the industries that lost the most jobs. So not full-blown AI by any means where we're fully writing out you know, a narrative story, but the, the nature of structured data allows us to pull out some really interesting insights that lets us create content across a broad number of metros without... Uh, 384 local reporters. Wow, that, that's amazing. I mean, I would tend to think that one of the, the greatest challenges for anybody in journalism 
even with access to so many resources like we have in, in our modern era here, is just that that research time that it would take to find all this stuff, you know, let alone, okay, now I have to stop, take this data I have, write something concise, proofread it, et cetera, et cetera. It feels like that would be a huge benefit to be able to, you know, have that kind of power in front of you to, to handle all of that. How did that come about? I mean, is that something that was early on that, that you saw a need for and developed a system to do that? Or is that something that you've kind of built along the way? Yeah, so prior to founding Stacker, myself and my co-founder spent a number of years at a company called Graphic that was taking, again, massive public databases and making those available and making insights available to a number of different customer sets. I spent a few years focusing on how can we bring more data into newsrooms? And one of the things that I saw was that in a traditional newsroom, historically, you had the data journalist, and then on the other side of the wall, you had other members of the newsroom. And the data journalism was really you know, a skill you went to school for that mm -hmm. everyone else in the newsroom went to that person and made requests of. Uh, we saw that pattern in, in tons of different newsrooms. And when we founded Stacker, we really thought about from the ground up, can we build tools that make it easier for non-technical journalists to manipulate and look at and gather insights from data. There are a number of potential pitfalls you need to think about when you do that to make sure that you're not misrepresenting data. Um, but we really started from day one building the infrastructure and platform so that someone could come in and leverage these massive publicly available data sets to, to tell stories. And when it comes to some of the brands that you've worked with at Stacker over time, what have been some of the, let's call them the more favorite stories or, or favorite topics and favorite brands for that matter, if, if you care to speak to that, that you've undertaken? Yeah. So, I mean, it really ranges the gamut. Uh, you know, During COVID, we were able to work on an incredible series of stories looking at rural hospital bed capacity by state. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was a story that we were able to kind of track over time as a lot of that data changed. Uh, similarly, working with you know other companies in the real estate space, we've been able to fund really interesting reports on the markets at the hyper-local level. So again, what's been really exciting about funding those stories is we can provide really tailored and bespoke content to small locally owned independent newsrooms that otherwise would not have access to that type of content. And when that is funded and partnered on with, a, with an advertiser, uh, it's an incredible way for obviously them to then you know, put that content out into the world and make it into those different communities. And for interested parties, where can people go to find out more about Stacker? Uh, so you can learn more about us at stackermedia.com. Uh, you can see our full newswire at stacker.com. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on today, Noah. I'm really fascinated by what you've put together here. I'm a, a, a huge journalism fan. I think many of us are. But yeah, this, is, this has been great. I really appreciate you being on. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for listening. For more content like this and to learn about Advertising Week's world-leading events for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com. 
It's never been more important to produce effective video ads, but many businesses don't even know where to start. That's where QuickFrame by Mountain comes in. QuickFrame has facilitated more than 65,000 high-performing on-brand video ads designed for audience specificity and rapid creative testing. Their solution helps brands of all sizes iterate and improve upon campaigns mid-flight to create more effective content more efficiently. It's not too good to be true. It's just how QuickFrame works. Visit QuickFrame.com to learn more.